All right, rock stars, welcome to another No Bullshit Podcast for contractors. That's all you contractors out there I'm talking to. I'm here with Michael Griffiths. He is a master. He's the referral guru, I would say, that I, you know, in globally. And we're going to be talking about referrals. We're going to be talking about a topic that is honestly something that you can't, you, you can't, run a business properly without having this in place, getting referrals. And I think all you guys know, if you're driving in your truck, you know, if you're on the job site, wherever you're listening from the office, you know that a good chunk of your business, or at least a certain percentage of your business, especially in the, when it comes to the trades, is referral based. Until right now, this very moment, contractors have always been on their own, not as tradespeople, but being alone and knowing how to take their business to the next level. They call us working class, they call us blue collar. They say that we don't have the smarts to become the business owner that we're meant to be. That is such bullshit. You have the ability. You're more than any of that. The question really is where do you get the insights that you need specific to contracting to systemize your business so you can get your profits to pay for your freedom? I'm Andrew Houston. I'm going to show you how to make more profits, how to get more control, how to get more freedom in the simplest, quickest way possible without any of that bullshit. Welcome to the No Bullshit Podcast for Contractors. Listen up, level up, and if you learn something, like the video, subscribe to the channel, change your business, change your life. So, Michael, welcome, brother. How are you doing? Andrew, so good to be with you. So good to be with the audience. Uh, been ages since I've said hello to you. So, really excited to be with you. Awesome, man. Uh, tell everybody um, where you're located. Tell them a little bit about your business and what you do, and then what we're going to talk about. All you know, all you listeners, is we're into, you're going to give you insights, guys. This is the No Bullshit Podcast. We're going to give you tips and tricks and things that you can actually take away from this podcast and apply. Uh, but we're also going to get into the meat and potatoes of the principles of, of referrals and why this is something that you either need somebody like Michael or, or you need to put a proper structure in place to, to really take your referrals to the next level. So, Michael, tell us a little bit about yourself, dude. Yeah. Uh, as people could probably hear, we've got different accents. Uh, so I'm down here in, in Australia, in Sydney, uh, in the, on the lovely northern beaches. Um, in, and in saying that, this is, uh, where are we, seventh business, sold six in the last 14 years, was a, a teacher before that, elite-level basketball coach. So sort of working with people and, and, in particular, service professionals and people who provide great services has just been part and parcel of, of what I've done for now over a decade. Uh, but every business we previously had was always going through referrals and through partnerships and never spent a cent on paid ads. So over time, it was just like, you know what? We've actually got to teach how to get referrals. It's not just a matter of asking and it's not just a matter of hoping that you get some. Mm. There is some human behaviour and there's some hard wiring that we all have that we can tap into to actually get referrals consistently every single day. Like every job you have, that person now could refer you to the next door neighbour, could refer you to the family, could refer you to the, the people that they know in their sporting association, within their school community, with their, there's just so much opportunity to get referrals that we just don't even think about. So we moved into and we went, you know what, we're just going to teach people how to be able to do this because most people are great at what they do. They hate having to get new clients. And uh, yeah, again, sure. they sure. should be able to have other people bring them new clients. Absolutely. So really excited to be able to dive in and share with, with all contractors how to be able to do that. Yeah, that's awesome, man. So let's talk about, you like to get into 
touching on what are some of the challenges that people face if they don't get this right before we get into some of the strategies and approaches? Yeah. So I suppose in essence, there's two ways to be able to market a business. There is do everything yourself. And we know you do everything yourself. It's like maybe you're attending networking events or you're constantly having to put up social media posts or you're doing videos of, of your latest job and throwing it up there, hoping that someone sees it. Um, or there's leverage. And if you run, say, ads on Facebook or Google, well, you're leveraging Facebook or Google. Right. There's leverage through other people's networks. There's leverage through the people that you have already done great work for mm-hmm. and already helped. So I'm firstly a huge believer in the leverage path. I don't want to have to do everything myself. You don't have time for that. You think about your day right now, and the majority of the time, you're thinking, I don't even have another half an hour to do marketing, let alone whatever else that I mm-hmm. need to do, invoicing, follow-ups, making sure that the bookings for the next day are, are going to be on time, looking after my team. Like There's constantly hats you have to wear. You don't have time to be getting new clients either. So I sort of go, that's generally becomes the big pain point. If we don't get this right, then in the end, it's like, where are your clients going to come from? How mm-hmm. are you going to ensure that you're feeding the mouths of your, your subcontractors? Mm-hmm. How are you going to ensure that you're constantly busy? And most of the time, people aren't constantly busy or it's way too hard than what right. it should be if we just don't put in place some good referral systems. Well, and on top of that, I mean, it costs you to put out Facebook ads, right? It's getting more and more and more expensive, right? It costs you to have a marketing person. It costs you to manage it. It costs, like the costs, you know, and I'm not saying anybody listening in, I'm not saying don't go and do that, but, but there's costs associated with it. There's cost, you know, you can't, you know, to properly go and do, um, Facebook, in my personal opinion, or social media, that's an expertise in itself, right? Where, whereas with what Michael's going to be talking about, uh, about these are things that you can actually apply. And, you know, I'm, you know, Mikey, I'm sure you're going to elaborate more than me, but the reality is that building up a referral process and a team of people that are going to give, give you referrals is it, they're not on your payroll, right? 100%. Right. So, you know, those are some of those challenges that people have. Okay. Um, I think the other thing is that if you don't get this right, you get a bit of a roller coaster, right? You get some referrals and you don't get referrals and you get referrals. Would you agree or what's your thoughts on that? Yeah. Um, and, and it's this feast or famine. I right. sort of call it the personal trainer cycle. Like the personal trainer markets, 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 markets for their next boot camp, fills it. And then for 12 weeks, runs the boot camp. And at the end of the 12 weeks, oh, I've got that one. Yeah, and they've got to right. do the same thing again. And that's right. It's that's the right. last thing we want to get into is the personal trainer cycle. So we, we want a consistent flow of people coming into our pipeline every single day. The right we, people too, right? 100% the right people. People yeah. where, and I suppose this is what referrals do, it means that, you've already got a transfer of credibility from someone else to you. So that completely changes the lifetime sort of cycle of how long it takes someone to go, yes, please come and do that for me. Or yes, I trust you to be able to do that for me. Um, So I think where I want to sort of go is like, there's four things that have to happen before somebody uses you. And this can happen in minutes. It could happen in a week. It might take months 
for people to go through the different stages to be able to make a decision. Mm-hmm. But someone has to resonate with you first. If they can't resonate with you, then they can't respect what you do and the solution you have and your business. And if they can't resonate, they can't respect, they certainly can't be inspired by how you can make their life better. Right. Now, that's so much easier to go through that process faster of referrals than what it is having up a Facebook ad or even what it is having a, a Google My Business listing. Right. And we've all been there where I might need, let's just go right now, I need a painter. And I go, painter, Northern Beaches, and paint on my suburb. And up comes how many painters? Usually about three to five. It's like, well, who do I pick? Do mm-hmm. I pick the one that's got the most five-star reviews? That doesn't mean that they're necessarily the best. That just means that they're really good at getting five-star reviews from people. That's right. That's true. Do I pick the person who's the cheapest? Well, that doesn't mean that it's going to be the best. It just happens to mean they're the cheapest. See, so so much hit and miss in terms of, A, is Google going to show you? And then, B, do you come across without any prior knowledge for the person, the prospect, to be able to pick you over mm-hmm. the other choices? It's like me going, uh, Andrew wants to, to be able to get a, I don't know, a fridge. And I go, hey, hey, Andrew, I've got five great fridges. Pick one. And he's like... Okay, <laughs> but it's the same sort of scenario. It's exactly, yeah. You don't want to put your business in that sort of position where you are one of five choices. Exactly. That's what referrals allow where someone goes, you have to use Andrew. He's the best electrician that I know. Mm-hmm. And the other person's like, great, done. And no that's brainer. a transfer of credibility that right. is so vital in being able to eliminate everybody else and really speed up the buying cycle. Love it. What were the four again? Four I'm going to be able to resonate with you. Yeah. yeah. And, and let's let's sort of touch on that because most people go, well, resonate is like they've got to sort of know me and like me and trust me. I, no, that's so surface level and so shallow way of thinking because in essence, and we talk about this a lot, all of those things come from a feeling that you create in someone. That's what resonate is. Like I resonate with Andrew because I've had the pleasure of hanging out with him several mm-hmm. times when I've been in the US and we've had lunch together and we've had a beer together and we there's commonalities. Mm-hmm. We get along. It's not because of those things. It's because of the feeling that those things right. create. And, and we're really big and I'm getting a little bit nerdy on you and, and sciencey on you, but people do things off emotion. We know that, mm-hmm. but I'm going to go a step further. We have this cortex brain and we have this limbic brain. The cortex brain is logical, it's rational, it's analytical, it understands words. It's your survival brain, okay? You're listening to my words, you're saying something to yourself, that's the cortex brain in action. But the limbic brain makes all human decisions. It controls all human behaviour. It doesn't understand language. It is only feeling-based. Mm. So right now, you're going, this is absolutely amazing. It's got nothing to do with the words I'm saying. It's got to do with the feeling you're getting from either my tonality or the passion or the excitement Mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then it quickly goes over the cortex brain and justifies it for yourself. So when you think about that in terms of getting someone to resonate with you, it's just as much about doing brain chemical activities. How do I create 
feelings in people as it is to just providing a great service. Most people go, well, if I provide a great service, then people will refer me. No, you're supposed to provide a great service. That's what people are paying you for. Don't make that your feather in the cap. Mm, that should be that's that's a, that's a that's a that's an aha moment right there. So you know, again, people, you know, especially contractors, right? You know, they're folk, they they think, hey, if I provide a good product and service, then I'm going to get a referral. Then you know, you hear them sometimes say, man, I don't know why I didn't even get a referral from that person, and yet we provided an amazing service. Yeah, it's yeah. back to what uh, you're saying. Hundred percent. Right? Because I've got so many people that provide great services to me. I don't refer them on. And I and I sat one day and I actually asked myself, well, why don't I? Like this person is always, I, I'll take a handyman that, that I use because I don't like doing anything in my, in my place. So I prefer to pay someone to keep the economy going than for me to give up my time to be able to do mm. that. And, and and this guy's he's always, every time I send him a message, he's out within uh, a couple of hours. Uh, and if not, then he's already set up the day, which day is free. And he's always getting things done. It's like, it doesn't matter what problem I have. He's always got a solution. And yet, I haven't referred him on anywhere. And it's like, why? Mm-hmm. Because all we've got is this transactional relationship. Mm-hmm. And the transactional relationship is cortex brain. It's logical. Okay. It's rational. Right. If we spent more time or if he spent more time, finding out things about me, if we had commonalities, if we created oxytocin, oxytocin is the brain chemical around bond and trust and closeness. If someone says uh, it's about building trust, no, trust is just a word. Trust is actually the brain chemical oxytocin. So what you actually should be trying to do is how do I create oxytocin in Mm -hmm. other people? Okay. Now, when you start thinking about that, you're going to start going out to your jobs completely different. You're going to notice things about their personal world and you're going to start commenting about them. You're going to start noticing, oh, that's an amazing dog. How long have you had it? And you're going to start talking about things that are important to them. And all of a sudden now, the feeling they have towards you is no longer just they're the client, you're the contractor, Mm -hmm. transactional. Now, all of a sudden, the feeling becomes, yeah, this part, this person's like part of our team. Right. And when you get that, now I resonate with you. I'm going to talk about you to everybody that I possibly know. So awesome. that, to me, is so much deeper around where we've got to focus in terms of getting people to resonate with us because then they're going to respect what we do and how we do it. I know that hopefully every electrician knows how to wire the switchboard, knows what happens when the fuse goes out, knows how to be able to put the, the electric sockets into, into the house. You would hope that they all know how to be able to do mm-hmm. the simple things that every electrician should be trained to do. Mm-hmm. So what's the difference between the unbelievable ones versus the great ones versus the average ones? It's all human behaviour and it's all how they are towards the people that are around them. And that's what I want you to become. I want you to become that, in essence, that magnet of, and, and it's not easy to do. Like you didn't get into, into your trade, into your, into your business to be an unbelievable people person. You got into it because you were great at something. That's right. But these days, you have to be a great people person at the same time. And mm-hmm. it's that 
which then has this flow on of people who just rant and rave and walking billboards for you. Wow, that's dude, this is really good insight. So that was that was number one, right? Resonate. Right? Yeah, that's resonate. Yeah. So once I can resonate, well, it makes it really easy for me to be able to respect what you do and how you do it in your business and the solutions you offer. Mm-hmm. And, but and, and this is where people go, well, if I just do a great service, no, no, well, great service is is this respect part. You can do a great service, but if I don't resonate with you, it doesn't matter. I've missed mm-hmm. point one. So it's very, you've got to have them in order. Yep. Now, if I respect what you do and the solutions you offer in, the, in your business, then you inspire me. And, and inspire is not this, you've got to go out and run a marathon and that inspires me. To, that's not what I'm talking about. Inspiration comes from so many different ways and in so many different forms. Okay? You just turning up on time and doing what you said you're going to do and leaving the place in, in, in immaculate order the way it was and showing an interest, most people don't do that. Mm-hmm. I know like that to me sounds like it just should be the norm, mm-hmm. but the majority of contractors out there don't do it. That's true. Because they don't think about that. They don't think about the effect that that would actually have on their business. So many times we shoot ourselves in the foot because we're not just consciously thinking about, okay, what effect would this actually have on the end user, on the client, on the person who I'm supposed to be working with? So inspiration and, and, and being able to inspire people comes in so many different forms. And in a way, when you make someone's life better, you are creating inspiration for them. It's really difficult if you haven't thought about it like that to sort of grasp that to start with. But mm-hmm. I wanted to sit there with you because you turning up, and, and let's just take uh, let's just take you're a plumber. You turning up and fixing a problem, and it could be as simple as uh, a, a dripping a dripping toilet, and this household just doesn't know what to do, and therefore it's been drip and drip and drip and drip, and they've had sleepless nights, and it's just annoyed the crap out of them. And now you turn up. And you solve that problem for them. You just made their life better. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, and, and I think a lot of contractors, this is one of the things, and you're, you're hitting the, the nail on the head, is we get so focused on just getting the job done and doing a good job that we're not focusing on the emotional impact that this ha- that, that your service actually has on your clients. Okay. And in some cases, their family or, you know, the people around wherever it is that you're, you're providing the product and service. And so we just move on to the next job and the next job and the next job. Right. And, and, you know, even there's times where contractors will ask for a referral and people won't give it to them. Right. And, yeah. but, but they haven't made that, the, these, these emotional connections. Right. 100%. And, yeah. And I think a big thing and I'd like you to, to touch on, you know, looking at these things that you've covered off is, for a lot of our, we call them champion CEOs, um, the contractors that we work with, is that we got to teach this to our team. So let me ask, can I ask you a question on this front? Yeah, please. So, so, so say you've got a, say you've got a couple of salespeople, or eat, forget even the salespeople, just anybody, the installers, the the customer service reps, the wh- whatever it might be, okay. Um, and you got a couple of people that they go. Uh, you know, I'm not really comfortable in asking for referrals, right? You get a bit of pushback on this, right? Um, how do you, you know, how do you, I know it's a bit of a, it's, it's, you know, it's the same topic, but a little bit, you know, segue 
from what you were sort of talking about. How do we how do we get them to buy into it? Yeah. So so let's take a step back and go, why are people not comfortable? Because without a doubt, it's one of the, the biggest problems of I do this amazing work and then I just go to the next job. Right. Like, well, why did I not ask for a referral? Mm-hmm. So if I go deeper into why did I not ask for a referral or I'm not comfortable in asking. Yes. It's because you don't have a deep enough bond. Mm-hmm. Because if you had a deep enough bond, you'd have no problem asking whatsoever. Elaborate. What do you mean by deep enough? Yeah. Bond? So, so there's different levels of the relationship between you and customer client. And if if it's just like they found you, I don't know, off the internet or off Google, or even if they've been told by a neighbor, when you first come you're at like the bottom level of the relationship. You don't know much about each other. Mm-hmm. You're, you're trying to sort of suss each other out as such. Mm-hmm. So if you stayed at that level of the relationship, it's really hard to ask because the relationship between you and them is pretty much all transactional. So therefore, you don't want to ask something else that you feel is transactional. So mm-hmm. the only people who can really ask at that level there I tend to go are just sort of natural sales, salesy type people. Yeah. Because they've just got no problem in asking. Right. They just they in their head, they just go, oh, it's a numbers game. Right. If I see a hundred people today and I ask a hundred people, I'm like, yes, the yes, no ratio. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Okay. But if you then took time on that job to find out things about them to mention different things that you happen to see while you're at their premise. If you uh, had a, if they offered you a cup of tea or a cup of coffee or a, or a glass of water, the relationship now has moved from just purely transactional into slightly personal. Now, would you have any problems asking your best friend for something? Of course you wouldn't. Right. So why would you have no problems asking your best friend for something? Mm-hmm. Because of the depth of the relationship. That's right. That's right. right? That's so yeah. we have to think about this the same way. And if and if you have spent like if you have gone to the same person's place, say three or four or five times, what's happened to the relationship? It's so much deeper than going there just once. Mm-hmm. And what we've got to do, because a lot of the times it is just a one-off thing, and you don't know if you're going to have to be used again or again or again. Mm-hmm. And they might only have a problem where it's like once every 12 months that they call on you. But if you spend time, even when you're not there, focusing on how do I deepen that relationship with them, then all of a sudden asking becomes really easy. Mm. So the opportunity to ask for referrals isn't only when you're at your customer, your client's place. What do you do afterwards when you maybe send an invoice? or when you collect payment, or when you thank them mm-hmm. for payment, or when you maybe send something that surprises and delights them because you're really glad that they gave you an opportunity. And you can you continue the communication after that, not just send them bloody blanket emails, which are just there to because someone told you to send blanket emails, like actually show that you care about them and their situation and their world. And as soon as you do that, the relationship has gone from this level zero relationship to this level three relationship. And I can guarantee you asking will be really easy. Mm-hmm. So it's not how do I ask 
And the problem is definitely I feel uncomfortable or I feel yucky or I feel awkward in asking. Well, really, the only thing that's going on in that is because the relationship is nowhere near as deep as what it needs to be. Mm. So if you focus on how do I actually deepen that relationship with that person, and then all of a sudden it becomes so much easier to be able to then ask for the referral. Right. And that's, yeah, that, that's, that's probably the, the best, deeper way to look at it mm-hmm. in terms of what the actual problem is. I think that's, you know, it's really important to, to understand that because people, people are uncomfortable for a reason in not wanting to ask for referrals, right? And if we don't understand the, the true depth of the reason, which is, like you said, they don't have this bond and, and we can get them to establish that, they're going to be way more open to asking for referrals, right? 100%. You know? Yeah, yeah. 100%. And, and like... I'll sort of head down this path and we can circle back to it. There's two places. Well, in fact, there's three places to get referrals. There is what we call referral sources. So they are people who sell to the same people you sell to and you don't compete. So if I'm an electrician, a great referral source would be a painter, a handyman, a plumber, um, a a carpenter, the list Mm -hmm. goes on. They don't do electrician work and they see the same sorts of people that I see so you could easily pass referrals back and forth to each other and pass each other's clients. Every yeah. time as an electrician, I go and do a job, I go, hey, if you ever need any plumbing work, I've got this great plumber who's part of our network that always helps our clients. Here's their card. And vice versa. The plumber right. can do exactly the same thing for you. So referral sources is one place to get referrals. From your wider networks is another place to get referrals. So when we talk about networks, networks is just simply another human being that you have a relationship with because every single person, they've got two ears, they've got a mouth, and they've got people around them. Mm -hmm. So when you think about that, every single person has the ability to talk about your business, to be able to share you, to be able to go, oh, well, in fact, I know a carpenter, painter, plumber, builder, whatever it happens to be. So you've got to be able to deepen relationships with the people within your networks. And then the third source is from your clients. Now, most of the time, we only focus on the third source. We go, okay, how do I get referrals from clients? But if you don't have many clients, well, then you're not going to get very many referrals. (laughs) So you've got to use the other two. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're seeing 50 people a day, well, without a doubt, you can continue to grow your business purely off client referrals. but At the same time, it's a mixture of all three. And if you have a mixture of all three where referrals come from, like bringing in 20, 30, I'm dead serious here, bringing in 20, 30, 50 referrals a day is not hard to do. And and this is where it it frustrates the daylights out of me when people go, oh, you can't grow a business through referrals. Well, 99% of people can't because they get one referral a month if they're lucky. Mm-hmm. And of course, you can't grow your business through referrals, but they get one referral a month because they don't put in place any plan or any system to make sure they get referrals every single day. It's right. no different to any other form of marketing. If you were running Facebook ads, what would you do? You would have a plan in place. You would put up your ad. You would have some sort of hopefully process strategy, and therefore, you would hope that it would work. 
Right. And, if, and, you, and you continuously feed it and you continuously grow it and you continuously get better at it. Absolutely. Correct. You know, it's, it's interesting. This is such a perfect audience, right? To benefit from this because you're not selling widgets online. You, you, you know, you're, you're face to face. It's a, I call it a full contact sport, right? Your, your, your team or yourself, your salespeople or whatever, they are in contact. And for the most part, physically on site, right? You know, they're present, right? You think about this, if you're, uh, you know, you're a contractor and you're listening in on this, let's just touch on a couple of these areas that, that Michael's highlighted. You're on a job site right now, or you just left a job site, okay? Or you're heading to a job site. Think about how many other trades are on that job site, like right now, like they're right there. It's not like, um, hmm, who, what type of, you know, what type of contractor could actually be an alliance or a partner with me? Uh, guys, come on there. Whoever's on your job site is, uh, is a potential. Would you, would you agree? hundred percent. And right. how hard is it just to go up and if you don't know the person, introduce yourself and say hello and get their card. You don't right. talk about being referral partners there and then you both got jobs to do, but then Later on that day or the next day, you reach out to them because you got their details and you go, oh, hey, Andrew, it's so good to meet you on blah, blah, blah site. And they go, oh, thanks. You don't try to be an overexcited Labrador and uh, give them everything. <laughs> so you say hello and so great to meet you and then they'll probably reply back to you. And then you go, hey, we're always looking for great insert whatever they do to be able to pass referrals to. Is it worth something to talk about in terms of being referral partners? Like this, yeah. everybody, everybody, just write down that script right there. Like there you go, right there. Hundred percent. Who's by the way? Who's going to say no to that? Exactly. Right. It is so easy, and we get ourselves in our way because we try to. Yeah, I know exactly where it is. It's because our cortex brain, our survival logical brain, comes mm-hmm. in and goes, "Oh, but what happens if they? What happens if this? What happens if that?" And mm-hmm. oh, just. Cortex brain, shut up. Okay. Just keep it simple. And if the first impression was warm and friendly, of course they're going to want to explore it, unless they're just not wanting to grow their business at all. Mm -hmm. Like what you've just gone through there is such an easy way to get five, 10 referral sources within a matter of days. And and I got to give another, I got to get another one that just hit me. Okay. All you contractors, you know, when, when I say this, you're going to be like, oh, fuck it. You're, you're just going to be like, you know, you're going to go back into some emotional bank account with what I'm about to say. And you're just going to go like, you got my attention. How many contractors, how many of you guys listening in have dealt with, you know, a prof for contractors, we, we call it class D deadbeats. I mean, a, ba- a client that doesn't pay you. A client that's difficult to work with, you know, you've lost employees because they're such a pain in the ass, you know, complaining, you can never satisfy them. Uh, Any referrals that they would give you would be another class D, like deadbeat thief, okay? You know you've experienced that or you're experiencing that right now or you're about to experience it and you don't know it, okay? But you you know what I'm talking about, okay? They've cost you a lot of money. They cost you a lot of time. They've cost you people. They've cost you a lot, okay? Time away from the kids, all the rest of that, okay? So what's this got to do with referrals? Think about this for a second. If you're on this on a job site and you're a plumbing con, you know contractor and you're you know there's an electrical contractor on there, drywall contractor on there, guys, they've probably dealt with some of these class Ds 
right? And if you were to sit down and go through your list together, you'd be able to eliminate you know, some of the class D's that you have to share with the other contractor and vice versa to prevent that. So it's, it's not just referral based. It's also like who, who not to refer, right? I mean, it's, it's massive. So Michael, if, if you were to, you know, certain wrap this up, if you were to say to these guys, like a couple of tips on like, how do they know where to start? You know, we've covered off a lot today. Where, where, what would be some of the best places for them to start? Yeah. So we, we talk about, this activating extraordinary moments throughout your business. And, and I want to say this, and then I'm going to come back and elaborate a bit more. It's the moments that people remember when you made them feel a particular way. Mm, okay. So if you take that and you go, I'm out here on this job site, how am I going to make this person feel a particular way? It's not about just doing a great job. That's what you should mm. be doing. How am I going to make them feel a particular mm-hmm. way? Maybe it's um, I take an interest in the photos they've got up. Maybe it's I take an interest in the dog that comes running up. Maybe it's I take an interest in when the, the eight-year-old in the driveway who's shooting a basketball right now. Maybe it's an interest in some of the furniture they've got. Like people have stuff that they're proud of. That's why they've got it. And as soon as you show interest, you are creating a moment where you are making them feel a particular way. Right. Focus on that. And if you focus on that, you will deepen relationships with your end customer, end client so much faster that wanting them wanting to help is just a natural progression. You then wanting or able to ask for a referral is really easy. Because it doesn't feel like you're trying to get something from them. Mm. It's just like you asking a friend, hey, do I go see a movie tonight? You'd say that easily without even thinking twice about it. That's what asking referrals should be too. And it comes mm. through the depth of the relationship. How do you know? Uh, just And if you can, I know we're starting to wrap this up here. Like, is there a quick, I don't know if you have a quick response to this, but how do you know when it's at that point to ask? It's a, it's, you just have this feeling between you. There, there's no real, measurement and i know again we like to be that logical brain mm-hmm. to be able to look for a marker mm-hmm. but it's just a feeling right and and if you feel awkward in asking you haven't reached it that's okay, probably good. there you go that, that's yeah, probably that's good, that, that's good. Go, on, go on the opposite well, yeah that's that's i like that, yeah. I like uh, that. so if, if you still feel uh, you go uh, but nothing comes out you're not it needs to be deeper okay? <laughs> But if you think of your business as individual moments throughout your business, so when you went to 32 Castle Street, there's one moment. And then you went to 64 Smith Street, that's a different moment in the, in your business that today. Then you went to 117 Princess Highway, there's a different moment. Don't see your day as a business day. See everything that happens in your business as moments. And now ask yourself, how can I be more extraordinary in that moment? How do I be more heartfelt? How do I be more magical? And how do I be more profound in evoking brain chemicals? I love that. And you know what? That is- that's, that's, that's awesome. And, you know, the thing is, you know, all the listeners, all you contractors out there, there is so much opportunity for you, not just not just because of what we said earlier around, you know, because of the type of business that you have. But, th- but most contractors, they don't do this right. 
right? So they, they like they they honestly, and no offense, okay, no offense. If you don't, you don't know what you don't know, right? So so don't beat yourself up if you're listening to this and you're like, man, I'm not, I haven't been doing that. How man, I should have been doing that. You know, oh, this makes sense. You know, don't don't beat yourself up, okay? You don't know what you don't know, okay? But but now that you know it, okay, it's you can be so far ahead. And everything that Michael has talked to you about, it's not like you got to spend another five or 10 grand on Facebook. Like this is the person that, you know, your team that we're talking about, right? It's the client that we're talking about and doing these things that we talked about today. It doesn't, it's not costing anything, but just learning these strategies. Uh, I mean, you know, Michael, would you, you know? 100%. 100%. Um, And anybody can do it, right? 100%. The hardest part of this is your self-talk from your logical cortex brain. Mm-hmm. That's the hardest part. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you, the more you practice in going, how do I be more magical here? How do I be more oxytocin-focused here? Mm-hmm. Then you will start chipping away at that logical cortex brain and to become a little bit more limbic brain-focused. That's it. the hardest thing. I love it. Okay, cool, man. Uh, any last uh, words before we wrap this video? Just take action. Like action, yeah. you, you guys have the ability to help so many people and, and see your business as that. See your business as the impact you get to make every day. You're making people's lives better. So if you then take this step and you really focus in on paying attention and just being an unbelievable people person, you're going to make more impact because people are going to want to share you. And you should be able to dominate that 5, 10-mile, 10-kilometer radius around your neighborhood and be known as this is the go-to electrician. Mm -hmm. This is the go-to plumber. This is the go-to handyman. This is the go-to landscaper because everyone else will be talking about you. You don't have to do any of that to become your go-to other than what we've just spoken about. Build is basically a sales team that's not on your payroll, right? 100%. Okay. Thanks, brother. I really appreciate it. You know, I think my... I'm just going to repeat what Michael said, you know, is um, you guys have been given some gold today. Don't don't get overwhelmed with like I've got to take action on everything here. Take one thing today. You know, this stuff works, it's proven to work, you know, and apply it, right? Just pick one thing and apply it. Okay. And and it's gonna make your business better. It's gonna make your ability to get referrals better. And then take the next step. And then just take the next step, right? M- Michael, how do they get in touch with you if they want to get some help? I think the best thing to do, if you go to michaelgriffiths.com.au. And on that site, there's a, a short little video around the, the limbic advantage and, and how to be able to just limbic the crap out of your business from top to bottom. I think that's a great thing to watch because it's going to really start you getting to think in a completely different way about how you can activate these extraordinary moments within your business. Beautiful. Okay, brother. Listen, thank you so much for being with us today. And what time is it for you? Five to seven Friday morning. Oh, shit. Okay. So uh, we'll let you get uh, back to having some breakfast or something like that. Uh, Everybody, again, take some action. Pick one thing. Don't get overwhelmed by this and make your business better. Get more referrals and, uh, you know, make sure you bring this to your team as well. And go to Michael's site and uh, we'll see you guys on the flip side. Ciao. Hey, rock stars. Thank you for watching the No Bullshit Podcast for Contractors. If you enjoyed this episode, hit the subscribe button. And if you're serious about growing and need help, click on the link below. Myself and my team would love to help and give you the necessary tools so you can take your contracting business to the next level. And remember, dominate, delegate, and deliver.